Ready for the end of the world? Yeah! Oh, the yeah. world as we know it. <laughs> Let's bring back the circle again the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up! And be healthy, and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to your community spirit. That's right, this is your community spirit. Why is it yours? Well, because you participate in the stuff we talk about. If you like the stuff we talk about, if you want to be part of this, email us, because we have so many happenings to talk about here. Yeah, yeah so many happenings, it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. And I even brought an extra one that's not on the list. Ooh, it is mm-hmm. funny. It was April Fool's Day. Yeah, uh-huh, April Fool's. <laughs> Since it would have been nice, one of these days we're going to have the radio show on April Fool's Day, and then we'll pull all sorts of jokes on you. We did one, I think. We did, or maybe we just read some of the articles from April Fool's. Yeah, we might have. I've got a short memory sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Too many hits to the head, you know. Well, today is Friday the 3rd of April. This is alcohol-free weekend. Well, every weekend for me is alcohol-free. Um, because I have enough brewing in my brain that I don't have to drink any. (laughs) Today is also Hospital Admitting Clerks Day. Yes, so thank you, Hospital Admitting Clerk, for all that they do. Tweed Day. I guess if you wear tweed, you don't really have to drink alcohol, right? (laughs) And then it's also the birthday of Washington Irving, an author, and the anniversary of Pony Express. Ah. Well, the Pony Express mail service, if you want to get really technical. Yeah. Did you know that they were only in operation for about less than a year? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that, no. Yeah, it was just, it was, they went bankrupt. (laughs) I mean, they provided a really, really good service. Yeah. Now, someone can call and correct me. I could be wrong, because, you know, I, yeah. I remember the pickled brain. (laughs) You're never wrong, are you? (laughs) I can't answer that because then I'd be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Saturday, the 4th of April, is National Love Our Children Day. And guess what? It's a lot easier to do that if you don't have alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's also Tangible Karma Day. Saturday is the UN International Day for Mine Awareness and in Assistance in Mine Action. Okay, let me get that right. Assistance in Mine Action doesn't mean you mine somebody. Mm-hmm. That sound it sounds like assistance in mine action. We're aware there's mines because we put them there because we assist oh. <laughs> Today is also well today. Tomorrow is Victims of Violence Holy Day. And it's the anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. And also the the anniversary I almost said the assassination of NATO. The anniversary of NATO, and tomorrow is the birthday of Maya Angelou, a poet, intense poet, and Independence Day for Senegal. Saturday is National Tomb Sweeping Day in China. <laughs> wow. I guess to keep the tomb uh, clean and well, tidy. I know in um, Mexico they have the Day of the Dead, where they, the whole family goes to there and they you know, clean it up and yeah, have yeah. a picnic essentially on the on the grave. On the grave, yeah. And it's the one day of the year that they're allowed to use the person's name. I think it's correct. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of the time you're like you know, you, you try not to say their name because it um you don't want them haunting you. Mm-hmm. You know, so Yeah, you want to let them rest in peace. Exactly. I guess. Mm-hmm. And so this so and Sunday Sunday is Palm Sunday. Yes. What is that? Is that the day you look at your palm? <laughs> no, it's the uh, the Christian holiday. Well, palm I know Sunday. that, but I don't <laughs> understand why it's called Palm Sunday. It's see, you know, you're, you're testing my Christian knowledge again. It's I believe it was the day when uh, Jesus uh, came and they had the the palms lowered down in the street in honor of him. Oh, so he could walk on the palms instead of walk on the rocks of the street, or they were fanning him. Yeah, see, I can remember that bit of the story. I don't remember the full story because okay. it's been, uh, uh, let's see, since Sunday school, it's been 20-some years. <laughs> there you go. But uh, Palm Sunday, and very Sunday, important day. Sunday is also the birthday of Booker T. Washington, educator. He's the one that did the peanuts, right? Or no, no, no. I am confused this morning. I am trying to get help, and nobody <laughs> is calling to help me. So. So it's because it's alcohol-free weekend. You're not having your usual <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> well, someone last night actually said at the um, the interveg at the Interface Center, mm-hmm. they're like, you're kind of dry today. <laughs> and, well, the first and the second day of every month, I don't eat food. And that was like the end of it. And I'm at like a big dinner meal <laughs> afterwards yeah. where I couldn't eat, you mm-hmm. know? And so I was just low energy, and I was like, well, I'm probably dry because I didn't have my daily gallon of wine. <laughs> and she didn't know me, so she she thought it was hilarious, but you know, <laughs> someone who knows me thinks it's even more, more hilarious because I don't, <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> so, did you know and did you miss Earth Hour last week? <laughs> I did, knew about Earth Hour. Yeah. <laughs> the Earth Hour Power. Did you enjoy your hour in the dark on Saturday? Hundreds of millions of others celebrated Earth Hour 2, expressing their support for the fight against climate change. 
Enviros hailed the event as a big success. Now, they hailed it as a big success, but think of it from the other point of view. If I told you you could lose weight by one hour a year not eating, <laughs> and that's all you had to do, <laughs> yeah, you would do it, right? Probably. A lot of people would. I wouldn't. Well, die. there you go. That's what everybody <laughs> did for one hour out of the year. Yeah. They didn't pollute. <laughs> Give a hoot. Don't pollute. <laughs> I actually um, got to power... Um, during Earth Hour, uh, Salsonite off the solar power. I didn't even think about it, and the uh, organizer of Salsonite gave me a call and said, Hey, could you power it? We're going to need power for this hour. <laughs> yeah. Power for the hour. And I was like, Oh, sure. You know, I got my battery packed, and it's, it's in the van, and I'll drive over and run some power. I had a loose connection, though, and so the lights were flickering. <laughs> Which was kind of cool, because it was supposed to be, you know, a party. Yeah, it's a strobe. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's not working. <laughs> so for like 20 minutes of the event, I was just grouchy. Yeah. <laughs> and I even had a flashing LED light. Like, so. <laughs> and then I got my strobe LED light, and then the party started. Yeah. <laughs> so. Partying with renewable energy. All right. What other happenings? Other happenings. This is an ongoing one that we've mentioned before, but we're going to mention again because it's so cool. Yeah. It's the International Coffee Hour from uh, Fridays, at, including this Friday, uh, 3 to 5 p.m. at the SIU Northwest Annex Building B. Now, uh, as, as you've said before, you know, we as Americans are also members of the international community, so we can go to the International Coffee Hour. And tonight, Rice and Spice, Slow Food International Dinner at Gaia House Interface Center. It's every Friday, start cooking the slow food dinner at 6 p.m., but tonight, as part of Asian Awareness Month, there's a whole bunch of activities happening this one month, but as part of Asian Awareness Month, the slow food international dinner will be... Da-da-da-da! Asian. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and it, it is actually on the main Asian Awareness Month calendar, so that's cool. Uh, so, <clears throat> we also have uh, big issues at the big screen and the big money IMC. Um, you don't have the description of the film here, and I have forgotten. <laughs> um, I was just at the big money IMC meeting uh, last night, and they mentioned what the film was, <laughs> and I've still forgotten. But um, I remember thinking it sounded pretty interesting, so they... Interesting film tonight at the Big Money IMC. And uh, guess what? Treesong has endorsed it. Yes. <laughs> um, tomorrow and every Saturday, the Peace Vigil at the Town Square Pavilion from noon until 1 every Saturday. And guess what? Tomorrow, Saturday, is the first Farmer's Market. From 8 until noon, on the west side of town farmer's market and after the farmer's market go to the town square pavilion for the peace vigil hmm. now here we go uh, i found that uh, film description i knew i'd be able to find it on my computer you're pretty quick <clears throat> it's uh <clears throat> excuse me it's called yugoslavia the avoidable war could the violent breakup of yugoslavia have been avoided 
What role did Western intervention play in the tragedy that consumed this nation? This film addresses these questions in a powerful indictment of misguided intervention in the region. And so that's coming up uh, tonight at 7 p.m. at 214 North Washington in Carbondale, Big Muddy IMC. And uh, the war in Yugoslavia is one of those wars I actually remember about because it's been within my lifespan, so it sounded pretty interesting to me to hear more of the details. You remember a war? Well, I wasn't actually there. Yeah, I luckily. <laughs> I don't tend to remember any of them, so. <coughs> let's see. We got a few happenings that happened yesterday, so let's get to the ones that are happening in the future. <coughs> in the future. In the future. Um, gender identity and our faith communities. The human rights campaign will make a presentation about issues and advocacy regarding transgender individuals. Saturday, April 4th at Church of the Good Shepherd, 1 to 4 p.m. All right, and another happening I wanted to mention coming up this weekend. Um, it's the uh, Psychic Sunday. They're having like a, a psychic fair at the Country Goddess Bookstore. And Country Goddess Bookstore is at its new location on the Strip. Uh, it's, let's see, what's the address? 520 South Illinois, right across from Jimmy John's and uh, right in that part of the Strip. And they've got all sorts of stuff there. Like They've got stuff you can register for in advance if you call today. Um, what's their number? Let's see. doesn't have their number on here, actually, but it'll be on their website, www.thecountrygoddess.com, and the number is 457-4042. So they've got all sorts of stuff there, like uh, free massage and reflexology, and then... Uh, Stuff like or photography, tarot, and Reiki. Did you say or photography? <laughs> or uh, photography. Oh, okay. I was just like, I'm not going. How can they take a picture of me? Yeah, maybe they could take a picture of or's aura. Now that'd be intense. I might have to go. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so that's coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, uh, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Should be really fun. And it's their, it's their first one because they've just moved to this new location. They've got the room to do something like this now. So it should be exciting. Sunday, which is Palm Sunday, there's also a backyard gardening workshop with Wayne Wiseman, certified permaculture expert. It's Sunday, April 5th at the Soupy Park, which is at 500 North Springer in Carbondale, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, contribution suggested. Yes, okay, and here's another happening. Um, act Against Sexual Violence. Uh, everyday Activism, a Sexual Assault Awareness Month kickoff event. You can hear Josh Phillips recount stories from his 1,800-mile walk from Miami to Boston to raise awareness and create dialogue about this social justice issue that affects us all. Uh, that's coming up on Monday at the Carbondale Civic Center at 4 p.m. That sounds interesting. Well, yeah. besides the fact that the guys walk, you know, the whole East Coast. Yeah, I wonder if he was walking, because he went from Miami to Boston. I wonder what time of the year he was walking. Because usually you walk the other direction. <laughs> well, the people actually walk the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually if it's, you walk from the, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nietzsche. Free spirit for Christians, Buddhists, etc. Presentation by Jim Hansen at the Humanist Roundtable, Wednesday, April 8th at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship at 2 p.m. 
So another happening here. Uh, I told you this was full of happenings. Oh yeah, chock full of happenings. It's spring. <laughs> it's springtime. Springtime. We have a gardening workshop. We have Palm Sunday. We have talking about you know opening up and being better. That's yes. usually <laughs> what happens in the spring. Time to spring into action. Uh, yeah. Renewed life, renewed hope, all sorts of fun things, including a rain garden for every yard. Come and learn how to construct and maintain your own rain garden. Rain gar- gardens are just that, gardens. However, they're also beautifully landscaped miniature bioretention basins. What? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, uh, why, yeah, that's pretty cool, but r- I like rain garden better. Yeah, <laughs> that's the scientific term for a rain garden. <laughs> they catch rain water that runs off of nearby roofs, driveways, and other surfaces, while keeping streams and communities safe from flooding, erosion, sedimentation, and pollution. So you, you take what is seen as a problem and you turn it into a solution. You know, problem of this flooding water and you turn it into a solution to create a garden. So it sounds like fun. Uh, Stacy James is a water resource scientist with Prairie Rivers Network and will be presenting information on this next Thursday, April 9th at 7.30 p.m. at the Carbondale Township Office Meeting Room that's located at 217 East Main Street in Carbondale. The parking lot's uh, off of Monroe Street, just west of Marion Street, and you use the back door off of the parking lot. Just look for the green door, and I, the the door is green now. I don't even know what they used to tell people before the door was green. <laughs> but yeah, should be a good time. I want to quickly mention the Shawnee Energy Fest, which is coming up the first weekend in May. This Energy and Home Improvement Fair will showcase local resources that will be utilized to decrease our dependence on non-renewable energy sources. More information can be found online at shawneeenergyfest.com. You can con- contact me at 8931717 if you want to have a, um, what is it, a booth. A booth. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very excited that we've got some very, very good workshops. Yes, some. got some good workshops, and this is the first annual, so you get to see the birth of a new tradition. Well, it's the 10th mm-hmm. anniversary of my company, so I was like, I can have, you know, I can spend a few thousand dollars on a big party, or, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. I could do what I like doing, which is providing information and education to the general public. Yes, you can have a big party that's informational and educational for lots of people. I forgot the party part. <laughs> There is bands all weekend long that are solar-powered off-grid <laughs> solar-powered. Yes. They're, the bands are only going to be run off of solar. So The power of the sun bringing you music. Yeah, I mean, even if it's cloudy the whole weekend, the batteries have been charged by the sun. So, <laughs> you know. My I batteries do. are often charged by the sun. Yeah, <laughs> so. I don't think we can take a break. We have to get right into the news because there was so much happening yeah, this time. So much happening, it almost took up the whole show. <laughs> there you go. The quote of the day. The United States appears to have been woken, awoken from its sleeping beauty slumber when it comes to climate change with the new direction indicated by the White House. Mm-hmm. How to go green. Earth Day. For nearly 40 years, Earth Day has been the one day when even the least eco-minded trade their apathy for, usually, a spade and a tree sapling, 
from its start as a counterculture demonstration in 1970, which led to the formation of the EPA into bills protecting the climate and the environment, to the worldwide celebration in 2000 that involved more than 200 million supporters in 184 countries, April 22nd means something different to everyone. Figure out which cause you want to support. Starting now, we must pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and begin the work of remaking America. For everywhere we look, there is work to be done. The state of our economy calls for action, bold and swift, and we must act, not only to create new jobs, but to lay a new foundation for growth. We must restore science to its rightful place and weld technology's wonders to raise health care's quality and lower its cost. We will harness the sun and the winds and the soil to fuel our cars and run our factories, and we will transform our schools and colleges and universities to meet the demands of a new age. All this we can do, all this we will do. All this we are already starting to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of this stuff has already been happening. Yes. But now, yeah. um, people are realizing that they can't afford to not do this stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I never thought, when I started in renewable energy almost 18 years ago, it used to be called alternative energy. <laughs> yeah. Because it was very fringe and like the backwoods people. Yeah, there was five people doing it out in the woods somewhere you didn't even know right. about it. <laughs> exactly. I did not think that, <laughs> I mean, I always knew that I would be involved with renewable energy. <laughs> But I didn't know that I would be, like, a hero for doing it. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, this is just my passion my life. And now people are all like, I want to work for you. I want to do a job. I want to do I'm like, just change your mentality and start working with the sun. <laughs> the sun is your god. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. So let's see. In other, other odd news, we have... Higher Learning, a coalition of coal mining companies yielding to pressure from protesters and the EPA is creating a mountaintop restoration program in which one of every four peaks removed for resource extraction... They take it off of this peak and they put <coughs> it back on this peak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one in four peaks will be built back up, in some cases higher than the original landform. Oh my god, higher than it was? <laughs> They're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Getting high out in the mountains. <laughs> the $27 million effort will be led by uh, Prime Offender Messy Energy. Oh, yeah, I, I remember them. I've heard of them. <laughs> so all those mountains they blew up, you can never put them back the same, but I guess they're trying to do ecological restoration. Well, now right. what they're trying to do is blow off the top <laughs> of this mountain and make it land on the top of this mountain. Yeah. So it takes a lot of you know trigonometry to make that land just right. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if, if it's... If you're going from a higher mountain to a lower mountain, that mountain will become taller. See? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. We're, we're thinking here. So, for crying out loud, the U.S. Defense Department will lead a $3 billion, $3 billion effort to seed clouds and increase rainfall across parts of Afghanistan this summer with the goal of keeping more Afghans home on the farm instead of joining the Taliban. Do you get that? Yeah. They're going to make it rain more often so that the Afghans will stay home and not join the <laughs> Taliban. They're going to spend $3 million making this... Sh <laughs> oh, my... Earth. This has got to be a joke. What's, this is... Yeah. Quote, 
The extended drought across wide swaths of Afghanistan has resulted in hundreds of thousands of unemployed or underemployed farmers. These farmers are highly susceptible to recruitment into anti-coalition forces, said Deputy Assistant Defense Secretary Charles Hightower, the Pentagon's top weather expert. Okay. Now it makes sense. I mean, now that I've read what he says. Yeah. <laughs> it's still spent $3 billion to make it rain? Yeah. Well, you know, they should have... If they were smart, they should have just built it as a purely humanitarian thing. You know, we care so much about the people of Afghanistan that we're going to try to make it rain during the drought. <laughs> I guess at least they were honest. They are like, no, we, we don't really care. We just want them to stop fighting. <laughs> we don't care if they're happy or not. Uh, yeah, that is that is crazy. <laughs> so let's see. Other news. Uh, let's not get together. After saying over the weekend that he would invite the leaders of the world's biggest economies to a climate meeting in Washington, D.C. in late April, uh, President Obama amended the announcement on Tuesday. Uh, I'm inviting everyone except Angela Merkel, he said. (laughs) Germany just doesn't seem to get it. (laughs) White House officials later apologized, saying the comment was a joke. Oh, I see. (laughs) On Tuesday, April Fool's Day. Yeah. Ah, that that kidder. <laughs> All right, our website of the week, VeggieTrader.com. Buy, sell, or trade homegrown produce with Veggie Trader. Do you have a bumper harvest of winter squash that's leaving you stumped in the kitchen, or maybe you have a hankering for fresh local broccoli? Get your barter on at Veggie Trader, a free web community that allows members to buy, sell, and trade greens with their neighbors. <laughs> Says the website, we believe Veggie Trader is all about community. It's about finding local food. It's about strengthening local economies. It's about getting to know your neighbors. What I like about this is you can do cooperative gardening. The idea that neighbors growing food together will be far more successful than any individual tackling the work alone. So basically a group of neighbors agrees at the start of the growing scene to to a list of produce that they want to grow and then each household grows the one that they think they're best at like i'm really good at growing tomatoes someone else might be really good at growing broccoli or someone else good at growing lettuce Uh, yeah and so you know you could cooperate then yeah so each household will in theory enjoy greater leads and greater yields and better quality produce so Uh i think that's a good idea so yeah veggie trader I like it. I like it more for that fact that you can get a group of people together in your region that are, agree to grow things each individually. Yeah. So. Okay, I've got to mention this last one just in brief, even though we're at the end of our time. It's a in-season food app for locavores iPhones. <laughs> uh, an application from the iTunes Store could help you keep. Updated on everything you need to know to eat locally, from which foods are in season in your area to where to find the next farmer's market to how to cook your finds. <laughs> so, you know, they've got all these goofy iPhone applications, but now they've got this one that, you know, will help you find local foods. Well, it's it won't help you find the local food. It'll just tell you what's in season in your area. Yeah, it'll tell you, you shake the photo, it'll tell you, go to your farmer's market, you silly person. <laughs> But yeah, it sounds like it sounds like fun. Well, soon it will. Soon it will. You know, as it evolves, it will say you can buy this at this place and this at that place. Yeah, you know, that will be the future. But right now, it just says 
you know, right now, these are the vegetables and fruits that are in season in your area. Yeah. Eat them. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I wanted to read this one. How did she let this happen? Last year, she thrilled vegans by trying their diet for a month. But Oprah horrified them yesterday by saying she'll now go on an all-meat diet. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the end of our show. I hope you enjoyed it. We are online at yourcommunityspirit.org.